put a spell on you. Cause you're mine. Welcome to Hex Rated, where we four witches will take you on a magical journey through foul language and outrageous feminism. Plus, some witch shit. I love getting to see half your face sideways. Scarlet. I can see Scarlet's uh, tattoos and her, I mean, I want to see her boobs, but they weren't in the shot. Okay, now they are. It's great. We can start whenever we're ready. (laughs) We can, but we can also just lead in with a bunch of silly talking like we always do. Yeah. I uh, I got groceries delivered today, and I also went to the grocery store. So how fucked up is that? That's <laughs> a little redundant. I know. So did you just need double the groceries? I, or? I forgot some things on my order. Is what I did. So I had to like go get the things I forgot. Fucking dumb. <laughs> what were you making? I wasn't making anything. I just don't like going to the grocery store here because there's a million people <laughs> in this fucking motherfucker. So. I just have them bring it to me. I mean, it, it is soul-sucking. Yeah. I love going to the grocery store. Really? Oh, yeah. I hate going to the store. Oh, I love it. I go to multiple stores in one day. Costco, Central Market, Target. Today there exhausting. was also Ikea. Oh, so Ikea good. is like the most draining store oh, out of all of them. I love Ikea. I love the Ikea cafe. Uh, my husband makes fun of me because I'm like, let's go to the cafe and get something to eat. He's like, why? Why? Why do you want to do that? And I'm like, because it's magical. He's like, it's not. It doesn't even taste that good. I'm like, it tastes great. They, their I cinnamon rolls going are the, the shit. That is a fact. They are. Yeah, that is good. I started just going to the bottom floor, like the warehouse area, because like just getting what I need and getting out of there, because usually by the time I make it through the maze that is like the showing, like the show floor, like I'm so exhausted by the time I get to the shopping area downstairs, I don't remember what I came here for. <laughs> and I just start buying, rent, which is the whole point. You just start buying stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I need this plant and I need this photo and I need this. And like, by the time I'm like, I don't know what's happening. You know, it's, so, it's designed yeah. that way on purpose. You know mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So no. Yeah. And then you have to put it all together at the end. That's well, bullshit. You know what I did I mean, when we moved here? I had to build like a bajillion IKEA bookcases and they have a thing online where you can just buy it and then just go pick it up so you don't even have to go in the fucking store. That's what I did. Yeah. That's nice. It's pretty great. Mm. Uh this is hex so rated where we talk about yeah. uh, <laughs> where we talk about building IKEA furniture. I am Blackbird. I'm Scarlet. I'm Jay. And I'm Lily. <laughs> and we are doing this podcast long distance with each other. We're so. we're all united. Yeah. We are all together. Been one one ingredient missing. Yeah. yeah. This is the first four person podcast in a while because I recorded one over the phone right after the girls were born. But I have not been sitting in this chair to podcast since I was pregnant. It's been almost a year, I think. Wow. Oh glad to have you back. Yeah, because I went on bed rest in January and we did one podcast, I think, in December. And I think that was my last one. I've missed your sexy voice. <laughs> oh, yeah. I missed your sexy body. Oh, that. Yeah. I, I have missed you. your sexy forehead. I missed it. Yeah, because that's all she can see. That's all I can see. <laughs> lovely it's nice i'll touch it for you i'm touching Ooh, my forehead right now. i like it yeah stroke it stroke yeah. it okay i am i'm tapping it <laughs> so what's been new ladies oh, i mean don't everybody shit. speak at once <laughs> <laughs> so nothing nothing at all well i mean i'm in california now and that's pretty amazing where it's like uh november oh my god you talk about being in california constantly do i i'm sorry you should it's 72 degrees I mean, here on, on the it's podcast beautiful. it's really great i mean it's it's kind of a big deal 
So. I mean, I do miss you guys. I miss the whole. I mean, I know we're going to get into this, but I really do miss the uh, Beto fever that is happening down there. I mean, I really, really, really. I mean, I hope for you guys so hard. I, I'm hoping he's taken off net nationwide, man. So. I have received daily multiple text messages from the Beto campaign. Oh, I, oh, I stopped like, them. Oh, yeah. did you stop them? Yeah, I can I you had do that. To. Can yeah. you just say you can please opt stop? Out. Oh, I didn't uh, know. I I'm just, I'm I've just still... been politely responding and every no. time. Well, my problem was uh, a lot of them were coming from um, a lot of the Democratic ones. I was coming getting because I'm getting ones from like all sorts of campaigns, and it's because my dad was a donor, and for some reason they still linked my dad's account to my number because I've had this number since I was in middle school, and uh, I get texts of of my dad's name and i was like stop fucking texting like i sent a mean text to one of them because i was like i have voted democrat i am liberal but please stop texting me my dad's name it's starting to get to me and uh because like i asked to be removed from several lists and i was like please just stop and uh i was like he is not at this number anymore but uh i got it removed from a couple lists i'm like yes i am donating i am stuff and i'm doing what i can but please stop texting me but you just had to text like a stop to a certain number and it removes you from the list. Oh, mine is like an actual person. Like if I respond, they're like, thank you. And some of them are. And then some of them are like, I don't know. Oh, I like think some of them, the numbers are gone when you try to call them. Back. Oh, really? Well, I haven't gotten any calls, just a thousand, like multiple. And my husband has not gotten any texts from anyone. And I'm like, what is so special about me? That I am receiving texts from uh, multiple campaigns. You're probably more active, maybe, politically? I don't know. Because, like, I look up a lot more political information than my husband does. So he doesn't get bothered at all. I I do, do. but how do they get my phone number? I don't don't know. Somebody's got your phone number. Apparently. I really wanted to get a text message from Ted Cruz's campaign. Oh, yeah. I really wanted to be able to respond to that. I was ready. Uh, are you just gonna ready. call him a booger eater or <laughs> yeah I, someone on facebook posted like a screen cap and they were like ted cruz eats boogers after the campaign tried to be like can we count on your vote i'm just tired of seeing his signs everywhere like i i'm cool like i'm i'm used to all the political signs or people i don't even like but the ones that have like this photoshopped image of him with tattoos and a cigarette in his mouth because rockwall county started it and i I live in the rockwall county side well i live in the rockwall county area and uh like he's some kind of badass is that what's happening yeah they photoshopped him with, uh, on this body with tattoos and a cigarette hanging out of his mouth and it says Texas tough and I was like uh, he is a human blob fish. yeah like, I was there's like, nothing Texas tough uh, he's from Canada it he looks was born terrible. in Canada and so every time I pass that sign I want to vomit because I'm like no he's just you can't make Ted Cruz sexy there's he's, just that face is still the Zodiac killer face even <laughs> if I he was like a good person and I agreed with his ideology which I don't and he's not I would still think oh boy has an unfortunate face yeah. Yeah. He does, yeah. and, and and an unfortunate neck now that he's gained a little weight. And I, look, I'm not trying to body shame Ted Cruz, but like that's just it's not a good look for him. And also, how dare you I, say shitty things about Waterburger? Fuck you! Oh, I know. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah that's the, I don't even eat meat, and I'm like, shut your whore mouth! Tough right? is Texas. That's the least Texas thing you can do. Yeah, is insult, insult Whataburger. What, what the Ugh. fuck? He's gonna start saying he hates Bluebell and Shiner. Fuck oh my God! Him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He can go straight to hell. Yeah, <sighs> I've been having a hard time not crushing on Beto. Like, know, where it's right? weird because he's, he's like a very, oh, he's he a very street laced man, and that's not my type. But I'm like, mm, but he that's used a to be a man. punk rocker, so he's got oh, that yeah. like right below the surface. Oh yeah, yeah. He fucking busted out some Clash lyrics. Oh and no. You know what else? He's got my dad's name. My dad's name was Robert Francis. How crazy is that? Really? Oh, yeah, that, that, is that crazy. was weird. My mother brought that to my attention. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, you better fucking get your 83 year old ass out there and go vote for him then. And she did. Yeah. And she did. Oh, yay. Good. Yes. It's been giving me some hope how many Beto signs I've been seeing everywhere. Because they've been popping up in my neighborhood, too. And I was not expecting it. So it's giving me some hope. Oh, for sure. The Beto stuff has way 
outperformed the crew's uh, propaganda as far as signs and stickers and things like that. Thank yeah, God. you just usually don't see that much in Texas, like mm-hmm. for a Democratic candidate. Oh, so for sure. That's I know. Well, that's because it's scary to put it out. I mean, you don't know if you're going to get fucking, you know, if your house is going to get fucked up because you have a Democrat sign in your yard. Trust me. Yeah, but there's so many of them now. That's good. Yeah, they would be outnumbered. Good. Yeah, I put a sticker on my my Jeep and I was kind of worried where I was like, I've already had my windows slashed once by some punk kid. I do not want like I don't right. know if it was a punk kid or someone actually trying to break in. That was so stupid. They didn't know that the soft tops unzip and these because they cut like a little window. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? They unzip. You can get in there. Just are you going to just the car. steal like my fold up shovel? What are you going to steal? It's a <laughs> Jeep. But yeah. but yeah, so I've been worried about like that just because you get some road rage in Texas. Texas, Texas already has angry drivers. Yeah. But oh. Oh, you ain't yeah. seen nothing. Oh, hey. I'm sorry. They are so yeah, nice in Texas. Drivers oh compare? my god, it is the worst. I will be the first to say, look, I thought the people were going to be nice and awesome. I mean, people for the most part when they meet you, they're fine. But like, if you don't know people, like strangers on the street, don't say hi. They don't look up even. They barely look at you. That's that's super dis dis. I don't know. It's just unsettling and it pisses me off. And then the driving, holy shit. First of all, the the traffic is probably like double what it is in Dallas. Uh, and then th- and just like, well, there's no not really toll roads, at least not on my route. And I mean, people are just like oblivious to other people on the road at all. Like they will change three lanes. Like it's, it's more like Houston, except everybody's trying to go 90. There's like everybody trying to go 90. There's a ton of people and some people are going like 35, which it's just like it's like it would it's fucking insane. The the good part about it is the scenery is nice. So while you're sitting stranded on a freeway for two fucking hours, at least you get to look at nice things. So I don't know. That part's kind of sucky, but I'm getting used to it. Hex rated. Come for the witchcraft. Stay for the traffic. <laughs> no shit. Uh, we got Chopper One on the scene. <laughs> <laughs> so what we were gonna talk about today, since uh, I'm gonna turn this around real quick, and we're gonna get it out because we have a lot of uh, importance for Tuesday's election. And if you have voted early, that is awesome. Uh, super excited that so many people have seemingly voted early in so many states but uh we know that there's maybe still some of you that haven't voted yet are are in states that don't have early voting like fucking new york what's up with that why does new york not have early voting isn't that weird that is, that weird. is weird i just thought it's strange because that's i mean to me that's a pretty progressive blue state for them to not have early voting just blows my mind because there's so many people that live there yeah. Well, they also have some bullshittery about primaries where you have to be registered <clears throat> as one party or the other, like months and months and months in advance when you wouldn't even know who's on the local ballot. So, yeah, that is mm. bullshit. That is true. Yeah, I remember Get that. Get your shit together, New York. I mean, for real. Wait, so what are the states that have same day register and vote? Like you can just roll up, sign the shit and pull that lever. Well, I can tell you. Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us. Do it. I will. Hold on. I have to find that slide. For suspense. Sorry, I have that part out. Ready to go. Where is my slide? Shit. Damn it. Oh wow. Do you have like a slide? Slide. 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 Do you have like a PowerPoint? No. (laughs) Is it a Prezi? No. I just have uh, a computer that's right here. So. I was really hoping you had like a hex rated PowerPoint presentation. I wish I did, but no, I don't. I have. That would be so (laughs) awesome. But what I did do before we started is open about 20,000 tabs on my computer. It'll be like, oh, here's some more shit you can talk about about politics. All right. (laughs) Uh, Same day registration. It's very sad. It is not very many states. And of course, Texas is not one of them. But uh, Mm -hmm. just to talk about California a little bit more. California is just saying. So California, 
I'm not going to be able to name all these states, and that's sad. Hold on. Maybe I will. Hold on. Uh, Utah. That's surprising. Idaho. Montana. Mm. Colorado and Wyoming. Uh, mm. Middle of the middle of the country. Uh, Iowa. <laughs> I was like, what's above Iowa? Minnesota. Uh, <laughs> Illinois. This is a good geography practice. Whatever state mm-hmm. that is above Illinois. <laughs> uh, ooh. Um, Connecticut. That's surprising, too. Maine. Uh, Vermont. Uh, and whatever's next to Vermont on the, on the <laughs> right New side. New Hampshire? Does it look like Vermont, but upside down? Yes. That's New, New Hampshire. Hampshire. Right on. Sorry to all the That's people That's what it says there. on their license plates. Oh, oh and <laughs> Hawaii. Like Vermont, like Vermont, but upside down. That's true. And Hawaii. And it also really that? Washington, D.C. So, I wish they would just make that the full, like, just all 50 states, like, could do that. Here's what I, I think. I would like it just where people that want to vote can fucking vote oh. as opposed to, you know, shit's getting all the... Voter suppression. Yes. Yeah. All the polling places in neighborhoods are getting shut down. They're shutting down, like, Sunday voting in places where people got to fucking work, so... Yeah, I think um, one of the things that really should happen for sure is Election Day either needs to be made a national holiday. Uh, I'm totally on board with that or move it to a fucking Saturday and Sunday. I mean, I don't know why it only has to be one day. I mean, but you could make it on a Saturday where people could actually fucking go. Um, I mean, we know why, but well, right. We know why we know why, which is uh, disasters. I mean, uh, yeah, all the suppression right now is a huge deal, especially um, uh, where North is it? Dakota. Where, where is it where they're um, the the clerks, North Dakota? Uh, are you there? Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, I was like, what happened? Where the clerk is like they they moved the uh, poll the election place far out of town, and a lot of people use mass transit, so it's you'd have to get a ride out to where uh, the new election place is and they will not open back the old one, which was in the middle of town that everybody could get to on the bus. The ACLU took them to court. I think, oh God, I wish I knew what state that was in. Sorry. I, my yeah, bad. I don't know what that is. I was thinking of the, um, the new uh, voter ID thing where you have to have a street address instead of a P.O. box. So right. mo- anybody that lives on a reservation is not going to have a mm-hmm. street address. Yes. Yeah. So that's yeah. some crazy fucking suppression. Yes. I mean, it's crazy all over. I mean, and then Georgia, well, like, the guy just, that's running for yeah. governor, just like decided Camp. to hold people's uh, voter registration because like the sig- he said the signatures didn't match. It's like the guy yes. that's secretary yeah. of state that's running the election is also running for yeah. governor. Um, Isn't gee. it Kemp? Isn't that his name? Or yes, Kemp. Like because I, I know it's mm-hmm. Stacey Abrams, right? That's Correct. running against him. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, didn't Oprah, like, endorse her? Yeah, she as went, well? like, door knocking and stuff, Yeah, too. and then Pence was like, Hollywood needs to stay in Hollywood. And I was like, <laughs> look at your fucking president, asshole. Dude, Like, come on. Where he's like, Hollywood needs to stay out of, like, politics. And it was like, well, we have a reality TV star who just had his, like, star on the walk, like, the Walk of Fame or whatever destroyed. So I don't know if yeah he he counts as hollywood i i would think i mean he's not good hollywood he had a tv show yeah, yeah he doesn't count as good hollywood but he's, he's hollywood movies. he, he wants to be hollywood blobfish mike pence did y'all Ugh. see that snl sketch with where uh mike pence like he's they're in the shower and he's like yes still wearing a suit and they're like mike why are you still wearing a suit he's like i'm not married to this water i <laughs> died oh so gross Kate McKinnon was um oh, Kate McKinnon is oh, national everything treasure. she does is she's amazing the greatest. with the little tail oh, oh gosh oh was that it was, yeah she's done like Jeff Sessions she's done Google Kelly that. Conway she's That's done sketch. amazing at all, all oh yeah I'm it's trying not to talk over people there was a fun fact that we had in our last newsletter that Pence was the first um 
first vice president to speak at an anti-gay group's value voters summit. So fuck him. Yeah. First vice president to speak at a hate group. Yeah. It's great. Piece of shit. Ugh. Did everybody see Steve King from Iowa get shut the fuck down the other day? Like, yes, it was great. It was fantastic. Yeah. So Steve King, who is a white supremacist racist. I knew about that. Yeah, for sure. Well, a guy they were having like a what looked to be a town hall. It was was at a town hall. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. There are questions from the audience. Right. Oh, is this the one where he was like asking for him to be removed? Like, didn't yeah, he, he yeah. flipped his shit. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. But he continue. Bas- no, that was it. Like, basically, the guy started saying, you know, why did you why did you meet with a, a um, white supremacy group in Austria when you went there? And Steve King just went fucking nuts. He was like, you're you're a plant and uh, you need to be removed. And uh, I'm not answering any more questions. And this is done. And he like Steve King walked out, walked out. So classy. <sighs> I mean, oh, my God. Oh, oh, and the thing that got him the most mad was the guy was like, what makes you different than the guy that just shot up the synagogue? And Steve King was like, don't you compare. Ooh, don't you compare me to that man? Don't you compare me to that shooter? I'm like, uh, differences. You didn't shoot anybody, but you're saying the same things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, good times. Good times in politics. Everybody's well, apparently our president has openly a nationalist now. Oh, yeah, that's great. Right. What? Yeah. Never mind. Not, like having to deal with people defending that where they're like, nationalist has always been a thing. And you're like, yeah, but it's connected. yeah for fascists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not well, a- like, here's the thing. People are trying to say, oh, it's like patriotism, you mm. know, like. I'm for the nation. <laughs> I'm a nationalist. I, I am pro this nation. But that's not what that means. That's like being like, I'm a socialist because I like socializing. <laughs> like, I like doing social yeah. things. And people are like, that is not what it means. how you use that word. And they're like, no, 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 because it's socialist. And social means like people. And like, yes, that is literally the etymology of that. But that is not how people use that. <laughs> like nationalist. Yeah, it means like nationist but that is not how people use that word right it yeah. it is associated with uh usually white nationalists but it could be anything but like uh it, it's pride in your country and plus <laughs> um a desire to uh identify a national culture language ethnicity religion some kind of shared national identity and privilege that within your country and also privilege it over other countries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you can see how that would get fascist real fast as it does. Yeah. It's not good. It's not, not good at all. Mm -mm. I mean, final word with blackbird is not good. It's not fucking good. Final word with blackbird. (laughs) Oh, I like that, man. Good job. Not good. Not fucking good. No. Yeah. I like to, I like to be succinct. What else? What else can the people do? Oh, I wanted to talk about uh, a thing and this might be too late, but I don't know if I get this out sometime tomorrow, there might be still shit you can do. But there is a website called the last weekend dot org, and it has a bunch of cool shit you can go do before the day of voting uh, opportunities to volunteer wherever you are. They may even have some stuff for Monday. So if you if we're getting this to you on Sunday ish sometime, just check it out. The last You can also uh, check out um, Pod Save America. If you listen to that podcast, they do have yes. a website right now called Vote That should also lead you to volunteer uh, efforts. Probably get out the vote, like uh, go drive people to the polls efforts in your area. So just i mean all you got to do is google you know how can i how can i help and uh and and do whatever you can like at least try to get one friend to go with you that's registered to vote and if you if you, if everybody's already voted that's fucking great but let's not waste this opportunity it's just it's really important i mean now i don't know now more than ever i guess i mean let's try not to repeat 2016 cuz everybody knows what we all felt like after that fucking win, like, I don't know. I was walking around in a, just a daze. 
So I don't I don't want to feel like that again. So let's fucking if you've got money to give, give it. If you got a car to drive, drive it. Just pull out all the fucking stops is what I'm saying. Final word, which I feel like I feel like 2016 woke some people up because my husband yeah. voted for the first time. Wow, uh, in that's the great. Primaries earlier this year. And then he voted again for the midterms. And he was really, really excited to be a part of that. And he like I've always struggled to get him to register to vote. And like he always had his reasons of like, I don't know. And then I think 2016 shook him out of that. And he was like, no, I'm going to register. I'm going to do this. That's awesome. And so people like him are waking up and they're going like, okay, yeah, it, it, it is important for me to vote. It does matter. And I can, this is one I can really make a difference. And especially with how close Cruz and Beto are, he was like, I have mm-hmm. to, I have to vote. And, you know, had his like all his things picked out ahead of time and was ready and excited about it. And I'm hoping it's getting a lot of people excited about being involved because of how many people we have running like women running and uh, minorities running everything like you know I think it's really important right now just to get everybody involved and getting people like him that didn't think that their vote mattered realizing it does matter obviously it matters so absolutely yeah I was gonna say I was watching Michael Moore was on uh, Chris Hayes and you know regardless of what you think about Michael Moore he did say something really repulsive. important, and that's the non the non voters, the typical not likely to vote people. The this election is in your hands. I mean, there are way more of of non voters registered non voters than there are of actual voters. So, like, mm-hmm. if if you've if you've been like sitting on a fence or like I don't have time, oh I don't want to. There's so many reasons like that. I, I, there's so many reasons that you don't have to. Right? It's your it's your right to not vote. But um, I don't know. I, for one, would appreciate it if you would think about doing it. So, Yeah. I mean, and Texas has always been, I think it's one of the worst for voter turnout, right? It is. We are a non-voting state, yeah. truly. So it's it's been good seeing how, cr- like, the turnout we've been having and people registering in, like, crazy numbers this year, um, especially with the excitement going on of, uh, Beto and everything I think it's helped really get the word out there and get people that wouldn't have registered registering because I mean we obviously we're not a non-voting state but I mean imagine if all of fucking Texas showed up to vote mm-hmm. like, you know uh, it's interesting my school district that I work for is doing this big voting advocacy thing right now and there's a whole committee and obviously they can't tell us how to vote but they our superintendent is really pushing teachers power to vote because our retirement is a pension through the state Mm. and so is our insurance and they are uh fucking with it big time there's not been cost of living increases in years for the those who are actually retired they're talking about just like getting a doing away with our pensions mm-hmm. and having it be privatized, which we do not want, no. and then all of that money they would basically just have. Um, they are really fucking over the public school systems right now, and I could go on about that for a long time. But the thing is, teachers don't vote. We are a huge uh, demographic within Texas, but teachers do not vote, and so legislators just don't listen like there's a lot of lip service that goes on for teachers because it sounds really nice if you're like pro teacher and like pro education but they don't actually do anything because we don't vote in large numbers so they don't really think about it think about us so if you are a teacher especially a teacher in texas i urge you to vote because all of that information on whether or not you vote is public like they don't know who you voted for obviously but whether or not you voted is public information that they can just look up and they do like if you call and you're like, I'm a voter, I'm blah, 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 blah. They can look you up and be like, actually, this person never votes, so don't even worry about it. It doesn't matter what they say. Teachers don't vote. So there's even like a hashtag, like Texas teacher vote and everything that's uh, real popular right now with the teachers. I want to ask you a question. fucking up our shit. Can I ask you a question on that? Why do you think that is? Yeah. Why do you think teachers don't vote? Because we have no time to vote. Right. Like, even right now, my principal did this whole event that the teachers have to be to on November 6th. Mm. And so all of us have to early vote or we just straight up can't vote. And it's That's like crazy. they don't like there's no time like our day. Like I, all of the almost all of the teachers I know get to work at six and don't leave until six. I thought it are. Oh, I don't know if it's all because like 
I know my code handbook has a thing like where they're required to let us go. Vote. Oh, yeah. No, if it was actually like if if we challenged her and said blah, 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 like she would have to. But it's like she didn't think about it. Yeah. Like she, well, it's a huge inconvenience. Yeah. And she just didn't think like, oh, I could make this on any Tuesday in the month. I'll make it on November 6th. And it's like she just like like when it was brought to her attention, she was like, oh, it was yeah. like not even a thing. But beyond that, I think teachers just don't have time. Right. Like, and everybody like doesn't have time but it's inconvenient and texas is just a non-voting state people don't vote i think especially because we are portrayed as being this very very red state and i think that if nothing else this whole election cycle has brought to light that we're not quite as red as the republicans uh talking heads in texas would like us like everyone to think because they are scared shitless. Dan Patrick is terrified. Greg Abbott is terrified. I was listening on NPR the other day where they were saying that the same legislators who tried to make it illegal to single party vote because they didn't want Democrats doing it are now all like, you have to get out there. You have to just do straight party ticket. You have to just do Republican. You have to do Republican on everything. And there was like a recording of Greg Abbott saying that after Greg Abbott was one of the ones who'd been like actually this should be illegal you shouldn't be allowed to do this blah 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 but now they're fucking scared mm. good because they have true scared. democratic challengers uh we probably should address the fact that if you are voting by electronic machine now this has happened in several states so if you if you do have the choice to vote straight party ticket and you are voting straight democratic party ticket uh, you can do that, but please make sure that you check your final choices because there has been instances reported in early voting, have been instances in early voting, where it is changing your ticket, basically. It's changing it back to Republican. So check it or just don't do straight party. Just pick your candidates individually. I know that's a real pain in the mm -hmm. ass when you're used to doing straight ticket, but... I mean, there can be no room for doubt. And I mean, either way, like you should double check. It gives you the choice on most electronic machines, on every one that I've ever used. It gives you the choice at the end to check your ballot very carefully. So please, by all means, do that. And there's, um, you can go to, hang on, I got to look up what the website is. <laughs> I have so many tabs. Hang on. So many, <laughs> so many tabs. Okay, well, this is going so well but you can look at, well and i know what the actual the advice was to go to your uh your election it's by county so say you live in tarrant county or you live in uh dallas county you'll want to go to the county elections website and it can if you've like never voted before and you're scared and you don't know what the what the uh mechanism is like is it paper ballot is it electronic machine you can uh, go to your county site and it should have the type of machine or you can just Google like state of blah, blah, voting machines to see what what you're actually going to be voting on. So there's no reason to be scared. Just uh, look it up and know before you go. Uh, there's I know that there's hotlines for the ACLU if you've had uh, if you have any kind of voting issues there's a uh, hotlines all all over the place and should be posted at your maybe not for the ACLU but there should be voting hotlines posted at the polling place did you want to say anything else about all the voting things Blackbird uh, can you ask for a provisional ballot if they try to turn you away aren't you like if you've, you've registered and they're saying I, I'm trying to remember you can edit this out if I'm wrong do you know what I'm talking about? I saw I, that going around on social media. I have I lots of words. Yeah, we'd have to go by state by state, but I would, that would be something else to Google. Um, but if you get there and they don't accept your ID or they say you're not on their list and you know that you're registered or whatever, um, go ahead and request a provisional ballot. Absolutely. Um, or Google what your what your options are, because like we've, we've all seen that floating around on, on social media. And I imagine it's state by state or even county by county what those issues would be that would cause them to turn you away but uh i mean you can always ask for a provisional ballot uh if you get turned away i don't know in what circumstances you would actually have that as recourse but that would be something to look up just in case 
Yes, absolutely. In any instance that they deny you your right to vote, say you're not in the voter rolls, say uh, for for some reason you have your card, but it doesn't match the information that they have in the books. Sorry, I was an election judge in 2008, so I can talk a little bit about provisional ballots. Um, it's also that's a very hard job. I, uh, you know, if anybody wants to volunteer to be an election judge, go for it. But I'm telling you what, that that shit almost broke me that day. It was really hard. It was also the primary for Hillary and Obama. So it was fucking crazy. Anyway, yes, absolutely. Ask for a provisional ballot at any time. If you are denied uh, your right to vote, they have to give you one. Uh, Those are collected at the end of the night uh, in a separate box. And, you know, so they are definitely they keep them and they you're, you turn them in with all the rest of the ballots to the county. So, yes, ask for a provisional ballot if you are denied by any reason. If you are denied a provisional ballot, call whatever hotline is available to you. Like if, if you've got the ACLU hotline or like half a dozen other voting hotlines, call. Uh, I know that in lots of bigger polling places and especially polling places that are reporting uh you know, expected trouble like Georgia, North Dakota, uh, some of these other states that have extremely contested races, there will probably be people at the poll, uh, at your polling place that should be like an advocate for voters' rights. A lot of, a lot of different organizations, especially on the Democratic side, have organizations that go out to these hotly contested, largely populated uh, election sites and have somebody on hand. Good info. Thank you, Blackburn. Sure. Do we want to? But everybody here voted, right? Yes, oh, I yeah. did. Voted. Yeah. Voted. Can I? I want to talk about California. <laughs> um, it's just. It was really More. great to be able to vote by mail and to have my shit like in front of me while I was researching stuff online. I mean, it just felt. Uh, it felt like a real privilege to do voting the way that. Um, the, the way I think it should be done, like to be able to have resources with you. And I know that in Texas, you can you can take I think you can take like papery things in with you. Right. You just can't really I don't think you can like look at your phone and stuff, but I, I don't know. No, you can't look at your phone, but I think you can take a printout of what the ballot. Like, yeah, a ballot you can take printout. stuff with you. Right. Because um, like I've taken my printout where I've checked who I'm going to vote for. Right. Before when I knew I had different decisions on different things. So. Right. I wouldn't forget. Right, I've done that sometimes too. Sometimes I have to look up where I'm like, I don't know about railroad commissioner. What? Like, <laughs> what is this? Which is oddly a kind of important job here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it was just really nice to because there are a lot of propositions in California on the ballot this year. So it was really nice to be able to sit down, read, uh, you know, read a lot while I was. But I mean, it took me like a good hour to to vote, which was pretty rad. Just like the fact that I was doing all this research and then just dropping it in the mail. You can also drop it off at any public library. So California, thanks for having your shit together. It's, it's great to be here. I mean, but I miss all, <laughs> I miss all my friends. I do. But you love bragging about California. I like to, I, I like to, I like to vote and I like to be able to talk about politics openly with people that aren't going to fucking fire me or spit fire in my face. So it's pretty rad. Yeah. That's gotta be nice. Well, don't you have Kamala Harris? I, we okay. do. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's she's, something to be excited about. She's pretty fantastic. But uh, I I can't wait to see what happens in Texas. I'm trying to decide if I want to just, like, call in sick Tuesday or, like, take half the day off. Or do I want to take off Wednesday? Yeah. I don't know. But I'm probably. Like, I wish it was a holiday. Yeah, me too. Like, that everybody should be off. Like, yeah. kids get a fair day for, like, out of school. Like, I feel like everybody, like, all adults should get a voting day. Yep. Like, maybe kids could. Well, no, because then teachers would have to work. So, yeah, I think it should just be, like, a holiday. Like, Agreed. Where everybody's off work. And go vote. But I'm, I've am i encouraged all my employees where I'm like, go vote. I don't want to know. I don't want to talk politics because that's not my business as your boss. But go vote. Like, mm-hmm. right. you can take off time. Go vote. Yeah. Um, which I hope other employers do the same. Please go vote. Like, yes. wherever you are, go vote. If you need a ride, find somebody to give you a ride. Whatever you can do. Is Uber doing the, like, rides? Or is that just some social media thing I've Didn't seen? Didn't they too? do that Uber last year? I feel like they did it last year. Maybe. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, there's some ride sharing stuff going on. Yeah, check into that if you need a ride. Yeah, I just haven't looked into it because I don't need a ride. Yeah, I don't either. 
Yeah, I if, can walk it, to my district. Which yeah, is nice. if you've got a way to look up stuff, and and there's plenty of resources out there to help you get to a voting place. So let's just uh, and there's plenty of resources out there to find out where your voting places are. You definitely want to check this before you head out. Just because you think it was in the same place as it was last year, that's not always true. Uh, so just make sure you know where you're going ahead of time. That way you're not like faced with the dilemma of, you know, having short time and you, you're not in the right place and then you got to go somewhere else and then you don't vote. Don't just like just have your information at the ready. Bam. All right. So. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> So what did everybody do? I know Scarlett had a big fancy party and she was in a magazine. So all that happened. Tell us about uh, what's going on there. Um, yeah, I had a big uh, Beetlejuice themed Halloween party and we did the uh, downtown Plano ghost tour again this year. So I had it was two nights. So it was like six groups of like 25, 30 people for two nights in a row. So I would talk about the house and then they also just came out with a book called haunted Blano. and my book is, and my house is in it and it's also on the cover of the book Yay. so my house is sort of famous i mean it does have a wikipedia page so it does so yeah but you've said that you've now haven't really experienced too much like haunting no not really the spirits that are in the house are ones that we've called in yeah. on purpose uh the house does not I mean, honestly, I feel like most human uh, hauntings, unless they are they have some kind of association with with you or you are purposely reaching out to them for a communication Mm -hmm. is fairly not common, Uh, at least not as common as one. I wish it were (laughs) fun and exciting or or two as common as like horror movies or paranormal detective shows would make you think. But uh in general, like my house doesn't really have a lot of apparitions. Um, the house itself sort of has a, a spirit, like a personification of, you know, a century plus of people coming in and having events or projecting their own sort of mythology or, or fantasies or, or life onto it that it's sort of taken on. Um, we do have fox spirits. I see fox ghosts because... Uh, we found a fox jaw, and it was in the last newsletter. So you can you can read my whole spiel mm-hmm. about the house on that. So, and we had a lot of trick or treaters. Actually, it, it was super rainy here, so I thought we weren't going to have any, and we ended up having about thirty. That's kids, oh, awesome. So pretty so good jealous. Time. I had three children. That's it. Oh well. Oh, no apartment complex right isn't it it's a little yeah it is but we have a really nice like it's every everybody's front door opens onto a like a really nice like courtyard and it's six floors so i thought well you know maybe all the kids will just go door to door since everybody faces in and what so i put my little pumpkin that i carved out and everything ready for trick-or-treaters two bags of candy fucking three kids so have, have a lot of candy now More candy for you well yes. that's all right you i took it to candy. work and yeah but so next year i just probably we won't do anything i guess so <sighs> but i did do yeah, every s- time i buy oh, go. less candy then yeah. we get a lot of kids i swear if i yeah. buy enough candy like if i buy just a little bit we'll get tons of kids and if i buy a ton then we get like yeah little that's probably up. the so way I it goes expect yeah. that. what about you lily I was a Halloween Scrooge and we turned the light off nice because the girls go to bed at 630 and we didn't want the dog barking and the doorbell and stuff like waking them up. So I was like, holiday Scrooge, just turning off this light and we're going to eat all this candy ourselves with babies. That's understandable. Yeah. Yeah. And plus I'm like wiped out i'm like in bed at like 8 p.m it's exhausting to have children (laughs) i I can't imagine what uh well what did everybody do did anybody do anything like personally for Samhain or i made my bread that i talked about in the newsletter yeah it was pretty righteous how was it it was full of raisins it was delicious Mm, raisins it's really good, and uh, I took a little bit of it and uh, c- 
kind of offered it up and just I kind of did like a real small thing. I just stood at my altar with all my candles going and burned some incense and just like talked to my spirits and uh, and then took it outside and it was pretty cloudy so I couldn't really see the moon but just like kind of took it outside and offered it up and left a little um, of the bread like in my plants as an offering. So it was just really small and quiet and uh, reflective, I think. I, I wrote a pretty big piece about uh, about death and the, you know, just the veil being thin. And hopefully, you know, that may or may not get published. I'll let you know. But um, so I think that was my my jam this year is just being a little reflective. Yeah, I uh, didn't do like a whole lot. I have kind of two altars i have a more personal altar that's next to my bed in our bedroom but then our um uh fireplace mantle i've it's kind of become like a i don't want to say family because i'm the only one doing anything like the babies aren't doing anything and my husband just like doesn't care um but it's kind of become more of like a family altar and it's got like uh pictures of a family who've passed away and um little things like that and uh so I did leave some offerings on the uh, fireplace mantle and I just kind of had a quiet moment where I went over there after the girls were asleep and just like put my hands on it and just said the names of all of my family that's passed away which was really personal this year because my aunt just passed away and so this was my first Samhain, uh recognizing like my aunt in that way, which was kind of hard. And um, so I just like took a moment where I just like put my hands on there and had my candles lit and some incense to feed them and some offerings and just said all of their names and for everybody like and so I say the names of everybody that I know going back as far as I can. And I said the names, just like the fa- all of the family names that I know. And I just like said, I hear you, I see you. And like, I'll speak your names. And just like a quiet moment. And that was it for me. Well, I started um, by like, well, I was dressed up as a wicked witch uh, just for <laughs> trick-or-treaters as it was. So, like, I started out by, like, sweeping and, uh, you know, just chanting on my doorway um, outside, out front. And then a neighbor uh, who I've always wanted to talk to that I know is a cosplayer in the cosplay community. And he works at the local bo- bookstore near me. And I'm pretty sure from his Facebook that he's pretty, he's very sweet, pretty witchy himself ended up coming over while I was sweeping because I was like you know bring good things and like chanting bring different good things, things yeah and he came over and was just like hi and came over and he's in a purple ghostbuster suit and has nice. like a whole thing it was like super sweet super cool and had like a whole thing set up in his front yard and came over to talk to me and uh, so it started out where I was like well I feel like that was a good sign because I know he knows I'm, I'm witchy because he's seen the books I've purchased at the bookstore so like he came over and talked to me for a little while so it kind of started out on a really good note of like where I was like huh well that was kind of special um, of connecting with a neighbor and that I've wanted to talk to and be more in tune with my like neighborhood than I am because mm-hmm. um, I'm not great about talking to all my neighbors um, and then and then after sunset and after my husband went to bed is when I started doing more and I started um, I collected photos of my family members that have passed and uh, I had trouble finding one of my aunt and I ended up having to go through every and it was like the last page of the last album but I felt like it was meant to be because it made me go through all my albums and look at all my family members Mm -hmm. so it ended up kind of and I knew I had to have a photo of her somewhere and it was on the last page that I found it because uh, I couldn't remember which album it was in because um, we just you just didn't take photos very often. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I felt like it was special because I got to go through all my family albums and like look at photos of family members and kind of go down memory lane. And uh, I made a cup of tea um, with a teacup from that my grandmother gave me at my bridal shower. And uh, it's a very beautiful like teacup and teapot set that she gifted me. 
Um, so I made a cup of tea and um, left out snacks and the tea for them and just, uh, you know, kept it pretty simple, just lighting candles for them and, um, you know, burning sage for them and just keeping it kind of chill. And then I read my tarot pretty snarky and <laughs> told me what I needed to hear where it's like, let's <laughs> let shit go. And uh, I was like, thanks. <laughs> thanks for that. Um, and uh, then I went to bed because I felt like I needed kind of a chill night. And uh, I didn't want to really do a big hurrah. So, but it was nice. See, this is how sweet, sweet Jay, who's very empathetic and was like, bring good things. And then ha- and got, had a little moment with the neighbor. Mine was the, the exact fucking opposite. I've talked <laughs> about it before. My whole tradition is that I sweep the porch being like, fuck the fuck off. Do mm-hmm. not fuck with my shit. If you are here to bust <laughs> up my decorations or start shit, you can just fuck right off to hell. Bye. Well, so anyway, I had the weirdest thing happen uh, that morning. And I still don't really know what to make of it. So just kind of bear with me because I'm trying to sort it out. I don't know if this will make a lot of sense. But I was, it was unusually rainy um, all day, uh, just pouring cats and dogs all day. And so I was sitting in our front parlor um, next to the window with my dog. And I was going to start reading. And um, I noticed a city uh, pickup truck, like like a Parks and Rec or some, some kind of official city truck that was like, idling uh, across the street and I was like that's weird I wonder what his deal is and then uh, the fire truck rolls up and then the police roll up and then the EMTs roll up and right on the other side so I'm looking at the window and then there's like the side yard and then I have a little um, iron picket fence and then there's like a patch of grass and then the street So I see that right, like laying right on the other side of the fence is this man that is passed the F out. What? And so they they load him up on a stretcher and put him in and take him off. And I'm assuming he didn't like just have a heart attack or something and that he was passed out inebriated because the firefighters were kind of shaking him pretty hard. So um, but first reaction, of course, was oh my God, I can't believe I was sitting here and I noticed a truck, but I didn't notice a human yes. in my, but he was, what? you know, it's raining and he's like laying down. And it's, so, so one, that was weird. There was like yeah. that weird guilty feeling of like, I can't believe I didn't sense that there was a human in distress here. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I don't, cause it was Halloween morning mm-hmm. and Halloween night at sunsets when I do the sweeping and I don't want to say that this person was a ne'er-do-well or meant me harm or something, but it just struck me how he was like just on the other side of my fence. Yeah. And that idea of like, cause I sweep and it yeah. lasts all year. So something about I got what, goose pimples. whatever drew him, because also keep in mind, my neighborhood's very, very suburban and it's, it's very diverse. There's um, mm. a lot of families. There's a lot of, um, uh, different ethnicities and races in this neighborhood. It's mostly middle class families, but there's also some lower income, uh, higher density housing scattered. So it's pretty diverse, but it's it's suburban. It's not like an urban area where you have a lot of. Uh, it's not like New York where somebody passed yeah. out in an alley is like par for the course. So it was very unusual. I mean, we have people foot traffic, but mm-hmm. not you know. So it was just very unusual, and I don't know. It, it, it just was a really strange and surreal thing to see and to have happen, especially on Halloween, yeah. and it just gave me a weird, like, heebie-jeebie vibe about it. And it turned, so I went and looked, mm. and I ended up retrieving a uh, coconut Bacardi rum bottle <laughs> that the gentleman, I guess, probably nice. contributed to the state he was in. I don't want to be jumping to conclusions because I did not talk to the EMTs about what was happening. But so I don't, I don't know. I picked it up and I put it on the shelf and I feel like I need to do something with it. Like mm-hmm. maybe either put some water in it and let the bottle charge it mm-hmm. um, or use the bottle as like some kind of witch bottle for something. But I just feel like... There's some kind of energy. There was some kind of confluence of weird things and 
not danger because knock on wood everything is fine with mm-hmm. this person and i don't think that he was gonna jump my fence and mean me any harm but i don't it, there's just danger i mean emergency services were called yeah so i just feel like it was a weird moment on a very liminal spooky mm-hmm. day and there's some kind of energy there and i'm still trying to kind of feel out what that means or what what kind of energy that specifically is but so anyway that was i kind of held on to that bottle so i'll keep y'all posted if i have yeah. a bright idea about like what kind of magic to do with a an item like that yeah that's real weird yeah i bet it'll come to you when you're at least yeah. expecting it um but the other thing i did i didn't really that's do awesome. anything else besides sweep because we had a lot of trick-or-treaters like i said um but earlier in the week just not thinking of Halloween particularly, I was uh, hanging out with one of my friends that had gone to a sort of channeling workshop. So we were playing around with uh, those techniques, going back and forth, trying to channel different entities. And I had introduced him to Anubis um, a few weeks ago, who I've been working with since I was like, you know, eight or seven or something. Mm-hmm. And since forever. And um, I had a... Uh, uh, a conversation with Anubis and I found out uh, he was listening to Soul Kitchen by The Doors and I was like you like The Doors? And he was like yeah of course. <laughs> he's like the opener of ways and you know Jim was like a shaman and, and of course Soul Kitchen he's like yeah I'm the god of embalming you know I'm kicking up souls here. So Well that just makes sense. So yeah duh. Duh yeah. So anyway that that's some fun Halloween trivia of this god god of uh the psychopomp leading you to the other world likes the doors fun fact that i learned unverified personal gnosis <laughs> well i think this was a success after yeah. many success many technical difficulties yeah and it's still like yeah i think we'll get it worked mm, out it's though. hard to like because I can't really see Blackbird on this little screen and because of the headphone situation, I just know that Scarlet and Jay are next to me. So I'm just staring at this sideways like, face bottle of no, like can of LaCroix. Oh, well, that and works. That's who I've been podcasting with. Aw. And I thought you could see me this I mean, whole time. I mean, you're just very small. So the small. I think you can make me bigger, but I mean, that's well, for another you, time. You are on my phone. Oh, so. I'm the one that's big on their screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm right big. here. Yeah. Yeah. That may, yeah. You could make me bigger. Yeah. I'll, make, I'll, I'll make you bigger, okay. baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice. <laughs> I'm big all on my <laughs> own. Woo. <laughs> all right. I don't know what that I means. I don't know either. I don't know. Let's. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so next time, I don't know what we're going to be talking about, but we're going to be back in a month yeah. doing this again, and it's going to be magical like it always Yay. is. Yay. Uh, if you uh, don't subscribe to the newsletter, check our Instagram page, and it's got the link to sign up for the newsletter. Uh, check out the actual page. Hexrated podcast. Oh yes, all the archives are updated. Mm. So the yay that I caught up on the newsletters. So if you missed any newsletters, you can check that out. And I think maybe not caught up on the podcast, but I mean, you're finding them somehow if you're listening to this right now. So so. we've increased our bandwidth. So tell all your friends uh, (laughs) that there should be zero problems with uh, getting our podcast if, if you have had problems in the past I don't know check out our uh, Instagram page at hexrated witches and uh, I don't know name some more social media uh, shit uh, sorry, I mean, we got the though. Facebook we got the emails we got the Instagram we got <laughs> the uncoven page where yes, you that can... is a Facebook group where you can chat with each other about fun exciting things yeah we share pictures yeah we've ideas. got our own website we are all over the internet the only place we are not is the Twitters yeah I have not accomplished yes. Twitter yet we've we remain We're, I remain yeah, we staunchly remain forever. against it's, the Twitters. I mean, not against. Agreed. I just, I'm not Me hip too. with the kids and the Twitters. Yeah. I just don't the really. No. We don't, I don't have any hot breaking yeah. witch news that I need to mm. share on the Twitter. 
like, I like I really Instagram, don't. and that's kind of what I stick to. But I also like photography, and I'm mm-hmm. a photographer, yeah. so it's easier for me to speak about what's going on in my life just by photos and those kind of things than it is for right. me to be like, here is a constant update of my thoughts and what's going on in my life. Like, it's just not my well, style. And some people I'm are not great that at it. Like, some people are great at it. Yeah. It's just no. not It's a my... different social media culture. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, but anyways. If we figure yeah. it out, are there any major, like, which... Twi- Sarah Twitter? Ann Lawless Twitter? is on Twitter. Twitter? Mm-hmm. Hmm. She's the only one I know because I don't... She's the only one I care about, so... Yeah. Well, I'm still not going to get it. She's the only yeah, one I, mean, I care besides about. I'm sure that if you... If you want to hashtag or fi- follow some witch stuff, I'm sure there's there's people on Twitter. We're just not there. Not us. We're not there. Just saying. <laughs> not us. But uh, join us next time for awesome shit. Uh, we'll be around. Until then. Hocus pocus, pocus, bitches. Pocus, pocus, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> that was good.